Hi, everybody. Welcome back to King Dummies by the Mangaki no Sukai Boys. My name is Evan. As always, I'm joined with Jesse and Adam. Hey. Everybody. So I hope you've all had a good week. It's been about a week since um, you've heard from us. Um, we have a really awesome few chapters coming up. Um, but before we talk about that, we have a little bit of news about... Um, new series from us that are coming up and Jesse if you want to take me away with that yeah sure so next week I'm very excited we're going to be getting into Dragon Ball my favorite series one of the only few series manga wise that I've even read uh, but I've been a lifelong fan and over the past few years I have become a huge Dragon Ball nerd and I'm really excited to uh, to drag Evan and Adam through the series um, have you guys read the manga before? I haven't, no. I read maybe 20 or 30 chapters of Dragon Ball, but that's about it. I mean, really, for me, Dragon Ball has only been like a, it was only like a Toonami thing right. for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it and I loved it as a child. I mean, it's definitely one of the reasons I am so into anime uh, nowadays, but I don't even really watch anime anymore, so, like, that was Same. definitely along Evan's line. Like, I watched it on Toonami. Cool. Yeah, you know, I only read the manga, um, I read a little bit of it in high school, but I only read the full thing from, uh, from, you know, Kid Goku through the end of the Majin Buu arc. I only read that for the first time two years ago, so I think that it holds up really well. I can't wait. Uh, I think you guys are gonna get a more appreciation of the series from it. I think the manga is the best that Dragon Ball is. We're not fucking talking about Super either. That's a whole another thing we can make fun of one day. But uh, I'm excited. So, Adam, you're going to be leading a series too, yeah? Yeah, so um, Jesse's going to be doing Dragon Ball, which will be a tri-weekly thing, I guess. And then uh, every, every week after Dragon Ball, I'll be leading the One Piece series that we're going to start. And uh, I probably in my top three, possibly my favorite manga of all time up there with Kingdom and Berserk. I've read it through probably four times at this point. Uh, I believe Evan has read it a couple times, right, Evan? Mm, not a couple times, maybe oh, only no? once. Oh, okay. I so thought, I thought me, you read I, it more than that. No, I'm looking forward to this mostly because a lot of the earlier stuff is a little bit hazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like A lot of the pre-time skip stuff is not fully there in my head. Okay. So I'm looking very much forward to rereading it. Awesome. And uh, Jesse has only, he read a bunch of it, but only once through, and we stopped because we started this. And originally, the reason that we, I think he even started reading it was because we were discussing something along doing this podcast. Right, Jesse? Um, yeah, it was when you kind of moved away, I was like, you know what, I should finally read this manga that he's been begging me to read for all these years, <laughs> uh, both Kingdom and One Piece, actually. So over the summer, I, I read One Piece. I read up to like chapter 630, 629, something like that. And I, I think it's fucking awesome. So I'm really excited to reread the beginning and then also see the 400 chapters i haven't seen yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and uh like i said i've read it uh you know four times through but the thing with that is and i'm actually excited to go back and read the beginning because after the first or second time i read through uh, i stopped reading the beginning stuff and i just i literally would start at like i think 
the third time I read it, I started at Alabasta. The fourth time I read it, I started at Skypea. And actually, this last time that I was reading it would make five. I was reading alongside with Jesse, so we can discuss it every now and then. And I started at Water 7, which is probably one of my favorite arcs. One of the best, I think. It's one of the better arcs, for sure. For sure. So I haven't read... I haven't read the beginning chapters in uh, quite some time, so I'm excited to get back into that, and uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun to uh, discuss with everybody. So that way we have more variety on the, the channel. So every week we'll be putting out a different series. One week will be Kingdom, one week will be One Piece, one week will be Dragon Ball, and it'll continue like that going forward. Yeah, yeah. And I want to I say too, all you King Dummies out there at home listening, Come along with us, you know, to, to Dragon Ball and One Piece. It'll be fun. Even yeah. If, even if you've never checked out the series before, maybe Dragon Ball is a little too much uh, baby's first anime for you. It's still going to be fun. It's going to be us King Dummy idiots you love, so. Yeah, we're still going to be goofing and gaffing and all the way through because those series are a little... Those series definitely have more comedy in them. Kingdom has some decent comedy, but Dragon Ball in particular has was mostly comedy rather than what it kind of evolved into going forward. Yeah, for me, the one I'm most excited for is, um, like for that read-through, is the original Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. I know that it's considered Dragon Ball all the way through. Like, it's not Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. But I'm I'm saying, like, the Kid Goku stuff. I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to that the most because I know that there's a lot of really cool stuff in that manga. It's really good. That, that also, earlier stuff is probably the better chunk overall. Also, Jesse, was that supposed to be your Dragon Ball announcer voice? It, it kind of turned <laughs> into that. I was kind of just being a radio host for a minute, but it did kind of turn into that there. Yeah, a little bit. I can't help myself. You told yeah. me not to do it, and I and I did it. Hey. You should just, just do it anyway. Just speak like that all the time. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. You. It wasn't yeah, bad. No. It was fine. Yeah, no, it was fine. But, uh, it was yeah. a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I think it'll be a lot of fun to get some variety, and like Jesse said, even if you guys who do enjoy the King Dummies podcast, if you enjoy that, please, by all means, give it a listen for the other ones, even if you haven't read through One Piece or uh, Dragon Ball. And uh, just going forward, I mean, those are long series, and so is Kingdom, so we'll be probably on these for a while, but we definitely plan on doing other things in the future, uh, other series that are complete. I know Evan has a few in his head. I have a few in my head. Uh, and Jesse even brought up the idea of maybe doing some comic book stuff, which I'm very uh, ignorant on comic books. I know some stuff about specific yeah, heroes, too. but I've never really read many comics, so I think that could be fun to get into as well. Yeah, yeah I agree. There's really a lot out there, which kind of makes it hard to keep track of all the different versions of just one singular series like mm-hmm. X-Men or something. But um, yeah, that could be crazy. I mean, it is going to take us a while to get through the three series here. You're going to be doing one piece for the next uh, 10 years or so. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it'll be fun. Who, who fucking knows? Maybe we could do uh, a video game review in a couple years or something. Or oh, that would be fun. Movies, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll just yeah. all do it and talk about it, you know? Yeah, we could branch out and do a bunch of stuff, but uh, you know, just for now, just know that these are what you'll be getting every week. You'll be getting one of these Kingdom, Dragon Ball, or One Piece for at least the next year, probably. Yeah, I can't imagine that it's going to be 
uh, any any different. Those are probably the three we're going to uh, really mainly focus on, but I'm pretty certain. I have some really, really good ideas for other alternate series. Yeah, me too. Uh, I would love I to do wanna... some other stuff, but... We should probably not talk about that over recording, but there's a lot of, like, because, you know, One Piece and Kingdom are specifically long series, but, so there are a few ones that I have in mind that are, like, a lot shorter, that uh-huh. are, that pack a lot of punch. Yeah, after this episode, I would be down to let you guys know which ones, on the top of my head, I think would be a lot of fun to go through. There's one yeah. in particular, Evan, that I you introduced me to that i would love to go through with you guys Ooh, okay i'm trying to think yeah <laughs> i can't guess <laughs> <laughs> sorry we'll talk about it after this yeah yeah um well yeah that's that so do you guys want to get you want to get into it yeah absolutely nah <laughs> now nah, we'll end the All episode right. here thanks, yeah this thanks is everybody it. bye everyone <laughs> Listening. Thanks for listening. Hey, Evan, let, let's let's start out with this. If we go to the title page of chapter 174, check out Shin's ear. Now you're just going to see it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I guess you guys, like, you're right. He does do that with every ear, huh? Uh, ears are hard to draw, I would imagine, you know? I, I have no idea what their shape is like. <laughs> yeah, I guess they are, but... <laughs> I don't know what an ear looks like. <laughs> I've never seen an ear before. I mean, I guess they are, but I don't understand the these two on the inside. I mean, Oki had three of them. I guess that was just because he was he was like, oh, I, he's got a bigger ear. Might as well throw another one in there, uh, just to fill up space. Yeah, uh, so he's like, I've never seen an ear before. I think this. <laughs> I don't know, it might just be hard to draw an ear, and he's just like, you know, fuck it, this is good enough. I mean, it's clearly an ear, right? Do people in Japan not have ears? Do they only have, like, holes in the side of their head? I've never been to Japan, so I actually can't confirm or deny that, but... Let me me type this into Google. Do Japanese people (laughs) have ears? Yeah, looks like it. Wow. Um, so this guy's just lazy. I could tell by all his artwork, he's just lazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Let's keep an eye on that. Yeah, or, or rather, let's keep an ear on that and see if he gets any better at drawing ears. Uh, oh, my God. My, my, do, you hear, do you guys hear my cat? I think I did. Yeah, he's trying to get into my bedroom. Poor Winston. Oh, poor guy. He's like, just, I fed him. He should be back. All right, all right, all right. So, chapter 174, guys. I was, when I was rereading this, I was thinking, like, damn, we've made, or we've already made, uh, like, we've, we've gotten a lot of progress done. Oh, yeah. Um, so chapter 174, one whole year later, um, pretty big time skip. Um, this chapter is really cool because we get a lot of the Heishin unit coming in hot. Page eleven, uh, the the boys just cutting through stuff. Um, got a few different uh, promotions, you know, like Sugen and Shosa both are ten man squad leaders. Kyokai's a lieutenant. Uh, 
Shin's a 300-man commander. Um, I, yeah, I re- like I said, I really like this chapter because it shows a lot of Kishin unit coming in hot, doing a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also in this chapter, on page, where are we? 15, shows his smile. Uh, actually coming in handy. You know, usually he's just smiling at inopportune times, but he's using it to, you know, uh, cheer Shin up. So that's nice. He's not just, like, has a weird look on his face for no reason, as all his friends and comrades are getting murdered. Um, is actually, uh, I've, I noted a few times, he actually was shown not smiling a few times. In this chapter, you're saying? Not this specific have... chapter, but in this arc. Yeah, because I have that. I have that written down as well. Yeah, a few times I'm like, "Oh shit, he ain't smiling." Mm-hmm. Uh, also, something that I don't think uh, is mentioned much. I know you said that this is a year time skip, but while reading this, I, I like really noticed the difference from how much older Shin has started to look, especially later on when he has a meeting with. Uh, Kario Ten and uh, yeah, say uh, like they all look older, which is cool. Yeah, he definitely does. He, he's like a little bit taller, a little bit more beefier. Yeah, you know? he doesn't look like a child as much, you know. Right. Well, I think he's sixteen at this point, right? Right. So in like anime years, he's like twenty four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're totally right. You're totally right. I mean, um, even Shusa, I mean, look at him in this. He looks he looks older in this, I feel like. His neck is more filled out. His head is bigger. He, yeah. He just looks older. Yeah, I think Shusa's not supposed to be, like, too much older than Shin is. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, think so. I feel like a lot of the lieutenants in the, uh, besides, like, a, a few, like, Dene and like Rowan Hiro. and Hiro, like, they're probably all, you know, Late late teens, early twenties, right? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I can't think of any any reason to dispute that, um, including Behay. You know, I mean, Behay's got that rat mustache, but that's God. because he's he's so young. You know, he yeah. he uh, he can't grow any. Um, and I guess Kyokai also in this chapter shows. You know, Kyokai is getting closer to the to the group. Because she's trying to walk away, and Shin's like, "Hey, you should stay. You know, like get through these feelings. We'll get it together." Mm-hmm. She's just like, "I just, just thinking to herself, I, I just wanted to pee." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, apparently, this past year, the Houston unit's been just tearing through shit, just acting as an independent unit, uh, going to. To a bunch of different armies and battlefields killing people uh, at their leisure. Um, so basically, people are starting to hear about the Hushin unit. Their names are going across China uh, for the first time since, I guess, uh, the last battle. Um, and at the end of this chapter, we get um, first off, the information that the Zhao attacked the Yan, who's even farther to the east, um, and that also someone's going to be showing up to Kanyo, uh, the Zhao's prime minister, none other than that Riboku. Um, 
<laughs> that is what it says. It does yeah. say that. <laughs> uh, this is this this. You know, I forgot all about this. Um, this whole section coming up here, and this stuff is really good. Chapter one seventy five. It's fucking amazing. Uh, Shin, you know, is on his way to Kanyo as soon as he hears because he wants to see him and beat up Riboku, you know. Um, in my notes here, I have written fucking Rio Fui, man. <laughs> <laughs> This was uh he's such a bastard. Yeah, that I was, was a good literally idea. I was literally about to go, he's such a fucking bastard, man. He it was such a good idea though. Um, he, I feel, th- this I, is one of the few times I well not few, but I feel like this is one of the times where like they really show his like ingenious. Yeah. Like they really um, show off like, damn, this guy's this guy's a bastard, but he's super fucking cunning. Yeah, he's very clever. Um he knows what he's doing, and he's got a lot of different uh, resources. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad for this dude Shunpei Kun. Um, it's a girl. Just because, like, he... no, it's a dude. Is oh, it? It's a girl. I thought it was a girl. I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Um, although not... I... <laughs> certainly a flat chest, but I thought it was a girl. Yeah, I just assumed um... they drew that like that because they didn't want to draw the. Nope, nope, except he's definitely a guy. So on page six here, it says, thinking that he could please the king of Xiao, Shunpei Kun readily agreed and quietly stuck into Chin just as oh. he was at. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, he got us. Yeah. This is like Kyokai, but in reverse. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on page six, um, one thing that really got me uh, was the, who knows what he was thinking, but Ryufui sent a message to Shunpankun out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what he was thinking? You're the narrator. You're supposed to know what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's funny. Yeah, I actually didn't notice that. Every single time I've read this, I just assumed Shunpankun was a, was a female. Yeah. Yeah, no. Which um, I was also going to mock his name because it sounds a lot like Shobunkun, but just spelled slightly differently. Yeah, well, I think that the kun is supposed to denote something oh, like okay. a like some sort of rank in that. Um, so Shobunkun's name is Shobun, and then this is Shunpei. Gotcha. I'm pretty. I'm like, um, and it's the same with Shohei-kun, You know. Right. I'm pretty I'm pretty certain that's the case with, with some of that. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I don't know anything I, about it, so I'll take your word on it. I feel like there was a translator note about that in the uh, first chapter, but I was reading the um the Chinese name one, but I think there yeah. was a, a note about that. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain I read the same thing. Um so in this chapter, we see the rat, the Zhao King being a rat bastard for the first time. Um, first of many times, we get to see his fucking deviancy. Because, you know, they kidnapped Shunpei Kuns, and they were like, huh, send Riboku to get him back. And he actually <laughs> does. And everybody's like, what the fuck is this guy thinking? Like, who, why are you going to sell... Why are you going to send uh, Riboku for some fucking dude like Shunpei Kun? 
means literally nothing. He's like a he's like a nobody except he just gets fucked by the king. Right. But they're um, not so, aware of that, right? Yeah, uh well no, I'm sure they are. Oh, okay. Uh, but this is the first of many times the the Zhao king's going to be a fucking rat bastard, man. Yeah. Um he's a sick fuck. I hate this guy. Um we don't even see his face yet, but um yeah. Uh, also, in this chapter, we have Shin being a pretty stand-up guy when uh, Shohei-kun is like, yeah, on my signal, you're going to kill Riboku, and he's just immediately like, no. <laughs> uh, you guys know what I'm talking about? Right, uh, Ali? Uh, you're talking about Shin talking to Shohei-kun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on page 15, right? Something like that. Yeah, he's he's just immediately like, nope. Nope, I'm not going to do that for you, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I actually um, like this, and then the following pages are even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Mobu just showing up, and he's like three times the size Dude, of Shin. he's like a fucking titan compared to Shin. It's crazy. When in actuality, I don't even think, like, I don't even think he's actually that much bigger than Shin. Like, yeah, he's obviously bigger than Shin, but like, Shin's head yeah. comes up to his like waistline, like yeah, his fucking hands are like the size of Shin's entire head. His sword in it looks bigger than Shin's, <laughs> like body. It... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you might as well just grab Shin and just start using <laughs> him. He's harder than that sword, I'm sure. Which Mobile. actually, uh, that reminds me of a uh, a One Piece. Uh, part where they're fighting the uh, CP9 and Zoro grabs uh, Usopp and is like, you're my sword now. Oh my god. <laughs> but, um, so one cool thing at the end here, I do like that Shohei-kun was like, yeah, I'm just fucking with you, idiot. Like, I'm not actually gonna have you kill Riboku. Mm-hmm. But I think it was kind of like, in my opinion, I'm re- how I read this, it's like a, huh, yeah, I was just kidding. Uh, throws the knife behind him, you know. What I yeah, mean? yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but yeah, last uh, page eighteen on this chapter is pretty cool. Um, the full spread of, in the uh, in the Chin Court, it's pretty awesome to see. Uh, and then you floors. know, yeah, yeah, they they spend a lot of time cleaning those floors. <laughs> it's actually a really beautifully drawn panel. Very, yeah. very well done. Makes makes the the royal chamber look very regal. Um. So for this next chapter, chapter one seventy six, uh, <laughs> in my notes I have written down Rebuku's aura, but 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 Riofui's aura. This is so anime, man. I love it. Uh, even Mobu's not immune from the animeness of this of Riboku. I like how they draw him on page three as like, uh, like some demon. Yeah, incredible monster. Uh, yeah, I really like this exposition dump in this chapter. Um, like the back and forth between Riofui and and Riboku. Um, what's his face? Who's this old guy again? What's his name? Which which one? The uh, 
Saitaku, I think his name is. Oh, the Rio Fui guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Saitaku. Okay. Well, apparently he has telepathy. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the page. Oh, yeah, here we go. Because most of this chapter is just the back and forth between them. Um, like, they're just talking about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I might just fucking kill you, Ryoboku. Anyway, I, you know, if you're just like a normal dude, uh, I wouldn't have done shit to you. But you seem like you're pretty capable. So I don't think you're going to leave here alive. He was like, yeah, I figured as much. So I brought you a gift. Um, and on page uh, 12, like these guys are like, oh, is that map the gift? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Saitaku is like, no, now, as if the map would be the gift, you idiots. <laughs> but here's the thing. These guys are thinking that. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are thought bubbles. Those aren't, like, speech bubbles. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but I would assume some of them audibly said a map. <laughs> you know, I, I like, guess so. The map's a gift. Like I'm sure a few of these fucking dumb fucks are are think are saying that out loud, or at least like mumbling to themselves. But since Saitaku's you know mixed in with them, he heard them. I don't know. I'm just picturing like, <laughs> like he pulls out the map and they're like, "Oh, you gave us a map? Shut up, Richard. Go to the back." <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's pretty goofy. So, I mean, I'm I'm gonna ignore everything you just said and just continue thinking. Oh uh, yeah, now Saitaku has uh, telepathy. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no, nah, nah. but um, <laughs> <laughs> you really committed, Evan. Yeah, I know. I, I'm a hardliner, man. What can I say? Um, but the rest of this chapter is pretty great. I love the like. Riboku's stance where he's like, oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to be speaking as a Chin military strategy. And he, you know, breaks down the situation in China, exactly what Shin should be doing. Um, so yeah. basically... The long yeah, story short is to attack Wei, right? Yeah, yeah, because as long as if Shin attacks Han, Zhao and Wei are going to go to its aid. Right. But basically, the idea is if Chin attacks Wei, Zhao will attack Yan, and they won't do anything to stop each other. So this is technically an alliance. Right. Um, it's not an alliance as we would think of it. This is alliance in the warring states period, spring and, some, spring and autumn warring states, where alliances last maybe a year or two. Uh, yeah, if that. If that, but pretty awesome though. Pretty uh, pretty ballsy of Riboku. Yeah, yeah. I w- I want to point out real quick. You know how you said that he goes to like, all right, let me let me act as a as a Chin commander, and then he does the whole thing, and then he goes, all right, let me go back to being prime <laughs> minister of Zhao. Yeah, okay. on page we'll seventeen. Beautiful Zhao. <laughs> <laughs> what what page was that? Seventeen. Yeah, I will now return to speaking as Zhao prime minister Riboku. We have the best noodles in content. <laughs> if you uh, cast your gaze upon beautiful Zhao. Ah, uh, beautiful rural Zhao. Hi, boo. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, Ruboka's a, a 
probably arguably the smartest strategist in China, right? Yeah, I like, would say so. At least top three. I mean, if not the the smartest and most capable. Yeah, I definitely think he's he's the most uh, powerful one for sure. Right. So I, I would um, assume he, you know, he knew that they were gonna kill him. Obviously, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this would be the best time to actually do it. So he definitely had this plan in mind the entire time, and had to, oh, like, yeah. you know, had to give them something. And the way that Rio Fui spins it on him is incredible. Yeah, well, I mean, um, he's he's like we said, he's not stupid, you know. <laughs> super cunning. So, yeah, and I mean, this whole thing wouldn't work out because it's all under his promises. Um, if if Riboku were were killed, I think Saitaku even makes a point like later on, like if they do kill Riboku anyway, that they would be looked at, like, awfully. Right. Excuse me. My goodness. Um, so yeah, like, basically, their diplomatic reputation in the rest of China would be shot anyway. He specifically but, says uh, he, they would lose diplomatic relations with Yan, which is going to be important later in the series. Right. Well, they'll lose their reputation with Yan if if they actually can go forward if they killed riboku like he says it no no he says that because it, like if he says that he they'd especially lose their relationship with them that they've been working so hard on if they go along with this plan because oh Zhao, i they i guess they have some sort of a treaty against the Zhao. right okay. but the idea is like if if Zhao gets to go to the east Chin can go to Wei, they won't worry about it. Like, they won't do anything about it. Right. He says right here, uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, so I'm sorry. Uh, chapter 177, page 5. Uh, Saitaku says, Well, if I had to think of a loss, then it would probably be having to start rebuilding our good relations with Yan from scratch again. Right. If they went through with the alliance. Mm-hmm. If they didn't, and they just killed Riboku, pretty much they would just be looked at as assholes for pulling some stunt like this. But then on the very next page, I love this shot, Rio Fui, rejected. (laughs) (laughs) Just so funny. I have a lot of, in my notes, written down, like, Rio Fui, Lamau. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's just such such a hard baller. He doesn't give a fuck. Um... I love the transactional nature of this chapter. Like, there's so much going on where it's literally just reminds me of like a barter check in like a, like a video game or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they make the point like, oh yeah, this is a good deal and everything, uh, but your head is probably worth more than this deal is, but only a little bit, so I can I'll negotiate with you. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, so they'll agree to this, but if they throw in a city, uh, and Rebecca's like, oh, yeah, I'll have to talk to my king, and he's like, no, you fucking tell him that you'll give it over to him. He'll he'll uh, he'll follow through. Um, pretty ballsy move. Um, he says, allow me to say this, Rebecca, when it comes to doing business, I've never budged, never in my entire life budged a single inch from my offer price. 
I also like how uh, Ryubuku starts to sweat a little bit in this chapter. He's got the he's got the anime sweat drop going down his face for most of it. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, that was a teardrop tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also alternates, I guess. It uh, it just switches sides. I want to see that animated <laughs> where it swings over. That's canon. <laughs> I like how Rio Fui claps for himself too. <laughs> yeah. I'm so great. <laughs> That's enough. We're good jokes. <laughs> uh, so you know, um, this chapter basically ends with the Chinzao Alliance established, so Xiao will be able to go to the east and secure their border against Yan. Whew. Excuse me. I'm, I don't know why I'm so yawny. Maybe because I'm tired. <laughs> but. Yeah, so um, in that, Xiao gets attacked Yan in the east, Qin gets attacked way in their east, and they also get a city, um, and the established alliance is set. Um, Qin wants to say something, but he can't do shit about it. Say also just stayed quiet the entire time. Uh, chapter 178, what a chapter, man. What a chapter. Um the actual second page is awesome. Like from the get go, mm-hmm. uh, we got everybody sitting down at this banquet. All the people <laughs> eating, all the food. All the food looks pretty good too. Um, we have a woman with three eyes dancing, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but Shin gets here and he can't find a fucking spot to sit at. Uh, he's like, "Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, I got a spot." And someone walk up to him. He's like, oh, that's not a good idea to sit there. It's the Chancellor's spot, after all. And it's fucking <laughs> Reboku. That Reboku. That, it's that Reboku? And Shin goes to fucking grab for his sword, even though he doesn't have his fucking sword with him. <laughs> yeah. He's, got he's, his, just, uh, he's just got, like, a drumstick there. <laughs> he's like a chicken. <laughs> like a turkey leg or some yeah. shit. <laughs> And he's just sitting there. He's just standing there like, hold on. Wait, no. <laughs> so fucking, so dumb. And even Kaine is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, so Shin's like super pissed off at, at Riboku. And I love fucking um, Rokuomi in these past two chapters. It's just been a fucking ball of rage. Like, in the last chapter, he was, like, basically about to kill Riboku before he got told to stand down. Uh, in this chapter, he's like, this is fucking stupid. This is a bullshit fucking thing that's happening. Fuck you guys. I'm out. <laughs> um, and I love how they're just, like, on the same page as each other. Um, Roku and we actually, I think, almost murders some some random official. Yeah, he, like, throws this dude across the room, right? Yeah, basically. Um, with one hand, he just lifts this guy up. Uh, and I bet the, the shower thinking, like, these chin monkeys, they don't have anything. Uh, <laughs> fucking racist. Right? God racist damn. Racist bastards. Um, dude, the next page. With fucking Mobu yes, and his vassals. Yeah. Damn, we should have made that the thumbnail. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. I could have put the dunce head on all the, the pots instead of on them. 
But I like how he's he's immediately like smashes it. He's just like, we're out of liquor. We're fucking out. They <laughs> 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 just leave. Yeah, I think even someone says like, oh, they really did drink all of that. Oh yeah, it's Riboku. He yeah, really Riboku, drank all in yeah. all. <laughs> but like, look at the size of that fucking jar. It's pretty. I'm picturing big jar. like. I'm picturing like he's trying to be super intimidating. He's like, "We're out of liquor. We're leaving." <laughs> and as he's walking away, he's just stumbling. Oh well, his retainers are definitely stumbling yeah, all over. They're the uh, they're a little sloppy right now. His fucking vassals are are messed up, but Mobu seems to be fine. Uh, and you know, this is the first time that a lot of people are getting to see each other. So like, all this shit happened last time, but. Mobu and Shin and all them and Toe never actually got to see Riboku himself. So um, when someone calls out to Shin by his name, Shin, he's like, oh, you're that Shin. And this is a pretty cool moment because, you know. It was Shobunkun, I think, that calls out to him. Yes, it is. Because he's telling him to stop being a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's like, get over here. Sit down and shut up. Yeah. 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 Um, so we get a little bit of a back and forth between Riboku and. Uh, and Shin, where he's like, of course I know who the fuck you are. You killed General Fuki. And? Uh, and, you know, some of the other all-rounder Kosan Ryu's like, oh, really was a kid. <laughs> um, and Kaine says... And Kaine says... He's the one that killed Geekadona. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, was that super important? I read that. Yeah, I fucking hate Geekadona. I want everyone to be reminded. Mm, true, true. Yeah, he's dead. That he got cut down like a dog that he is. Like a fucking little baby dog. Like a goddamn hot dog. Cut in um, half for the little ones with a side of mac and cheese. Ooh, I could go for that. I haven't had that in a long time. Man, that's like uh, fourth grade making your own lunch kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, let me boil some hot dogs, make a... The Annie's mac and cheese. I got some craft here, ma. <laughs> Devin, <laughs> craft I just, shells. I just thought about, do you remember when you made that grilled cheese way back in the day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was just completely not melted. On the yeah, inside. but it, it was like totally grilled bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The cheese was like cold as fuck. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you fucking put your, the temperature way high. It just flashes, flash burns the uh, the uh, butter and on the outside of of the bread. Uh, Jesse, remember that time we uh, we threw that watermelon <laughs> all over the place? <laughs> Dude, I I knew that that was what you were gonna say. It wasn't. That's not yeah. what I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna bring I, up the the bathtub incident where your dad walks in and goes, "Evan." No, no. When I was covered in in a uh, in ramen, <laughs> boiling hot ramen, <laughs> and you were just it was, screaming. Like, yeah, like, even ramen at that point, man. No, it was still ramen. I mean, there were like fucking what? Did we put like fifteen packs of ramen into it's that like, bucket? like ramen paste it was so overcooked uh, the only way i could get it off me was jumping in a pool and that was gross oh. that was a bad decision because then the <laughs> pool got really dirty like with uh some ramen fats and stuff <laughs> oh man i think jesse's losing his mind over there dude 
I, I just got to bring up one more story, and it's not related, but these, these stupid stories remind me of the stories that Zambasis would tell me that him and his brothers would do to each other. Oh, dude, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> one time they fucking filled, it was, it was, uh, Alex, yeah. Alex and his, and the older brother Phil, and they filled, they filled a garbage bag full of water, and they were gonna drop it on Nick as he was coming <laughs> home from work, thinking it would explode on his head. <laughs> So Nick walks home and they drop it from the second story window of their house. And Nick goes, I damn near broke my neck. It was like they dropped 15 pounds of weights on my fucking head. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't burst. It just like knocked him unconscious. How fucking stupid, man. I remember hearing about that story. That one's my favorite. There's a couple others. I'll save them for other episodes. Yeah, he didn't like fall and smash his fucking face on the on the stoop or anything. (laughs) I don't don't know. (laughs) Was he all fucked up for a few days? Yeah, he was like, he's like, dude, he was yeah, he was all fucked up because it fucking they dropped like a thirty pound (laughs) garbage bag on his head. All oh, water? Water. <laughs> they like filled it and dropped it, thinking it would be a giant water balloon. When they thought how it fucking works. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm God. imagining too, like the bag just opens up and all the water just spills out. <laughs> like after they drop it on him, it lands on the ground and then it just spills out. <laughs> <laughs> No, it'll be okay. He's always wearing that spiky German war helmet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Man, I hope he's doing well. Next hey. time you talk to him, tell him I said, hey. Yeah, I'll be sure to do that. <sighs> well, anyway, guys, you guys want to get back to Kingdom or do you want to talk about some other bullshit? <laughs> we should just do an episode where we talk about bullshit. I'd be down to do that. That actually sounds like it could be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, right, we'll get oh, back to Kingdom. Yeah, for this one, we, we have to do Kingdom. I guess we already started. Yeah, we uh, can't just stop now. So, the rest of this chapter, Reboku's kind of ribbon shin. He's just like, oh, yeah. Sucks that you can't kill me here, huh, kid? And he's like, don't even fucking joke with me. Like, this ain't the place to kill you. We got, we got a fucking, we got a better place to dupe this out. Um, and everybody's watching as Shin's like basically throwing the gauntlet at fucking Riboku. Page fifteen, we get an awesome shot of Shin, uh, where his aura is finally starting to manifest. I guess this is the yeah. this is the. By the way, this is the panel that really made me go, "Wow, Shin does look." A lot older. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like what he says on page 15, too. He says, Hey, Reboku, re-fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Now, is it just me, though, or does everybody in this fucking series look the exact same? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Reboku... I did not want to say it, man, but, like, that's... I already mentioned how, like, uh, Roku Omi and, and Rio Fui. And, they all look uh, like Jim Eddie. Halpert. <laughs> yeah, apparently they look like Jim from The Office. Wow, really twisted my words there, guys. Come 
Oh, wait, is it really twisting your words? Because the only fucking difference was Jim Halpert versus Jim from The Office. <laughs> no, that was about Kishimoto's drawing. Right? Yeah. Is that who it was? The Nardo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. But it regardless, was. yeah, I see what you're saying. There's definitely a lot of similarities in faces because, like, I, I think he draws faces pretty plain for the most part. Unless I mean, you get, slap like, on... Slap on a big pair of lips on page 15 of this and, and like, three beard things. And that's Oki. Yeah, okay, I could see that. But, like... I think... You got it, Adam. I was just going to say, like, you go to the next page and you look at, like, Shobon Kun and Kosen Ryu and even even Roboku. Like, they're, you know, they're, they got differences, you know? I don't want to just shit on the guy's faces. I think it... I want to shit it, on some faces. <laughs> <laughs> I think it mainly comes into light when people are angry and they have like the really angular eyebrows. Mm. That's when people really start to look the same. But they, they got like that that nose scrunch, you know. Yeah, I could definitely see this being Oki for sure. Like, definitely could picture that being Oki. Hey, there's another character later on that I, in one panel looks like Oki. I can't wait to point that one out to you guys. Um, I, bet, I bet I'll get made fun of, but. Well, actually, I wanted to make a similar point, honestly. Um, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but yeah, so next chapter, fucking um, Shobun-kun smacks the shit out of Shin. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, goddamn idiot, you fucking stupid ass. Uh, but Riboku did have a, have a... He throws a little bit of respect, respect to Shin's way. He's like, oh, yeah, he was a fucking idiot, so I couldn't resist teasing him, but he ended up reposting me beautifully, which he totally did. Mm-hmm. Um, it really threw the gauntlet down at fucking Riboku in that last chapter, and it was pretty awesome. It was really cool. I even wrote in my notes, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Really fucking hype. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this next chapter, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The, the Chin Zhao alliance gets finalized and everything, and the Zhao are about to leave. Uh, Karyoten meets up with Kaine, and like they're like, oh shit, what are you guys, uh, you know, like, oh shit, I didn't expect to see you here. Oh shit, yeah, that's awesome. Oh shit, you know. A lot of um, shit. Yeah, I don't know, it's fan dubs, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kaine makes the point, like, hey, you're fucking... You're starting to get like real pretty karyotan. Like you, you know, you're gonna be like your cover is gonna get blown. Right? And she's like, no, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, it's amazing it hasn't happened yet. We're chapter 179, and this this shit's still you know, like going over Shin's head. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of makes the connection. Like, oh yeah, you're Shin. You're the one that karyotan was talking about. Her fucking roommate, huh? Um, but yeah, Shin drags her Karyoten away and gets her to, you know, meet, uh, say at the top of the tower, uh, you know, their, their typical tower that they usually hang out on, um, when they see each other once every year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was nice having the trio back together. It's been a while since they've been in the same spot. Uh, What's it called to get a little bit of backstory about what Say's uh, plans are? Um, you know what? Actually, on page twelve, 
on this. They talk about how Shobunku managed to solve like a flood issue um, because he, he found some guy that was willing to fix it. And there's, uh, you know, there's like the translator's note where this guy Teikoku, who's this engineer, is named AKA Zhengguo, which I think is pretty cool. I have no fucking idea who that is, but um, I think it's cool how the author is um, dropping names of like, uh, like other historical figures that aren't like you know military people. Um, I'm trying to look into it. Yeah, I mean, on Wikipedia, he was a third Chinese hydraulic engineer who lived towards the end of the Warring States period. Hey, Evan. He was named after the Zhengguo Canal. Yeah. There's a lot of TV noise in your, uh, your mic. Is there? Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. One second, one second. Uh, I was wondering if that was just me. No, nah, no, nah, I, I, I heard it. I didn't want to be like a, you know... Uh, he was having so much fun talking about Zhang Guo. Right, I couldn't just cut him off about Zhang Guo. It's like his favorite Chinese architect. <laughs> yeah, he All reads right, about his Wikipedia better. and stuff. Yeah. That'd be better. That'd There's be like better. nothing on his Wikipedia either. It's literally like that one fucking line that Evan just read. Yeah, basically. Uh, He's also apparently a character in Rise of Middle Kingdom. Oh, actually, it even states in this manga, like, it says in the manga kingdom, he was referred to as the man who solved the problem of chin flooding. That's cool. He was from the Han state, apparently. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck this guy. We don't give a shit about this guy. I was just, (laughs) I was just just saying, I was just saying, it's pretty cool that, you know, they're they're bringing up people that, like, exist at the same time, you know? (laughs) Um, fuck that guy though. He was a piece <laughs> of shit. He, he clearly wasn't a great general or nothing like that. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. And he's definitely <clears throat> a shitty assassin. <laughs> so basically, the gist of this chapter is that uh, Say only has five years worth of time before he's got to make his move because the Rio Fui faction's got to make his move within five years. Um. I love at the end of this chapter um, where uh, he gives Shin this bait where it's like, uh, you got to make general in five years. If you can do it, the first thing I'll like the first like group of people I'll send out will be led by you. I love that little fucking dangling of bait in front of Shin's face because mm-hmm. he's obviously going to take it. Um, next chapter. Hey, one uh, nice thing I like um, in their conversation that they're having is Say tells Ted that the bond that they forged uh, when they had the whole Seikyo revolt thing, it's not going to be easily broken. Like the bond yeah. between the three of them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even though she, he's like living his life as a king and like doing all this shit, like he's still going to pay attention to her, I guess. <laughs> Are you? Can you guys hear that, or am I good? I mean, I could definitely hear it, but it is what it is. Damn it! Hold on one sec. Throw the TV out. Hold on, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. It's though. not that one... big of a deal. It's fine. No, the king, the kingdom fans uh, tune in to hear Blue's Clues in the background. <laughs> is that what Derv's watching? Blue's Clues. 
That's what the cats watch. <laughs> yeah, they put on Blue's Clues for the cats. And they're like, there's a real, <laughs> there's a real lack of cats in this show. <laughs> Is there a cat in Blue's Clues? I am back. When, I think there is we a cat in Blue's Clues. When we were kids, they introduced, I think, Periwinkle. Was a yes. cat, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Periwinkle was a cat. How the fuck did you remember that? Periwinkle. He still watches Blue's Clues. <laughs> oh, I remember Periwinkle now. You know what's weird about that? Isn't Periwinkle just another fucking name for Blue? It's like a it's like a bluish purple, I think. A blurple. <laughs> it's also or apparently like a... a flower. Oh god, I googled Blue's Clues Periwinkle and I found myself on the Blue's Clues fandom wiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. They have periwinkle face masks. In the Blue's Clues manga, Periwinkle stopped the flooding of <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm getting into like a very weird part of Blue's Clues <laughs> Google that I don't want to be in anymore so I'm going to go back to looking at Kingdom Chapters. How did Mrs. Salt and Mr. Pepper have a baby? No, it's like furry stuff that I don't want to see. I'm looking under the relationships section in the Wikipedia for Magenta the dog. <laughs> How are they related? Is it? No, I'm just, Magenta's I'm... like a pink dog, right? Yeah, she's Jesus the same Christ. exact as Blue, except just Magenta. She's a good friend of Blue, and she's Miranda's pet puppy. The hell's Miranda? I don't know, but it's Miranda a pretty, is uh... a caring owner as well as a good friend of Steve. Yo, do you guys know that Steve has a band now? Yeah, 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 yeah. he's he's had a band. I think they're I think. called Steve and the Stevens or something like that. <laughs> no, no, no! It's not. It's not even anywhere fucking close to that. But yeah, no, it I... is. It's something like that. No, it isn't. What's it called then? Like... What's it called then? If you know it, huh, smartass? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like Steve beef and the Beavens. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like how in Blues Clues he was like, "I'm going to college now," and like that's why they wrote him off the show. And then he actually went to be in, like, a punk band. I think he plays the drums. So, Burns, his name is Steve Burns. And Burns played in bands called Sudden Impact US, Nine Pound Truck, and The Ivy. That's not any of the bands that I'm referring to that he's in, though. There is what another. The I'm going to find it because I listened to them on Spotify before. <laughs> You're he has like... a song about pooping on it. It's hilarious. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> it's hilarious it's about poop guys it's it, funny no it's the way he sings it is very funny i gotta find this hold on it's incredible how he doesn't even look like the same fucking person after he shaved his head or went bald or whatever i don't he doesn't even look recognizable <laughs> uh here's a here's an article steven and steven that's the name of the band steven and steven oh or Steve N. Steven. It's all one word. Oh. Bless the fall. And he has a song called OK Toilet Bowl. And it's about fucking pooping. Oh, wow. See, when I, when I yeah, Google so that. Shut up, both of you. You guys don't know shit about Steve Burns. 
in the show, he's like, I'm going off to college, and then he writes okay toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I tried Googling this shit, and it brought me to the Wikipedia page for the name Steven. (laughs) (laughs) Which I didn't Uh... think was a thing. This is a long-ass fucking page! What the hell? There's a lot of people in the history of time named Steven. Yeah, and also people named Estefan. Estefan. And Estevan And Estebao. And Ixtepe. Which is a different version. How about Tevan? Or Tapani? I think we've lost everyone. Seriously, yeah, everybody probably. that was listening to this episode is fucking gone. Listen, That's okay. Listen, they're not fucking Steve, so <laughs> we don't have to cater them. But anyway, let's... let's <laughs> Let's fucking uh, continue with this then, now. Yeah, chapter 180. Um, We're on it, yeah, baby. Chapter 180 is happening. Um, month later. Um, fuck you, Triple Mace Gotan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, okay, here. Page. Can I? Can I? Page two. Go, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Page two. Mm-hmm. It's two panels of Shosa not smiling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. In fact, one oh, of them, he looks pretty unhappy. Yeah. No, that's his, that's his open mouth smile. Is that, that's what it looks like? That's a horrible looking smile. It's awkward. That's why he normally does the closed mouth. <laughs> he's got, like, all sorts of fucked up, like, jangled, like, he's got British mouth. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I want to I wanna take some time to read this. So you must be that militia unit that's been getting cocky around these parts recently. Bring out your captain. I, Triple Mace Gotad, will smash his head into a pulp. Nope. Next page. Nope. <laughs> Next page. I don't have fucking time to waste on you guys. Fuck you guys. I don't fucking like you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you um, about that? Fuck that. You know, think about that. Fuck that, man. Um, this chapter is great because it's a hecky chapter. Um, we don't get to see hecky, hecky bro all that often. I know. Um, he also he looks older too because they gave him facial hair. I like how they he retained the scar on his forehead too. Mm -hmm. Um, we also he also tells us a little bit more about Dukeo and what Dukeo's up to. The Duke. The Duke. This man's um, mouth. The chief. He's got like uh, that that guy from James Bond, Shark Mouth or whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Shark Mouth. It's like Metal Mouth or something like that. I don't know. The Brits don't really have very good naming conventions for their villains. Um, but yeah, Hecky comes in clutch with the advice and the info. Uh, you know, his like, name is Jaws, by the way. That was it. Really? Yeah, that's and it's... fucking lame. Than I even thought. That's worse than Metal Man. I'm pretty like sure. Metal Man. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's played by the same actor that plays that guy uh, in the Adams. Yeah, in Happy Gilmore, who like threatens to beat up Shooter McGavin. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Rich- Richard Keel. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, back um, to Kingdom. Well, I, I just want to say, fucking literally any other name besides Jaws would have been better. Yeah. Wait, shark, shark dentures. 
<laughs> There's fucking shark dentures over there. They use up their Fuck good villain guy. names on Odd Job. Everyone else after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. So, um, yeah, uh, th- this chapter he's got a lot of good advice for Shin and the Hishin unit. Um, got a lot of good info. You know, where he gives them the insider scoop where it's like, oh, there's going to be a uh, a battle coming up. Dukio's going to lead it, and you guys better do some cool shit in between now and then so you get a good spot in this in this battle. Um, but, yeah, the rest of this chapter, the Kishin unit's fucking awesome. They come up with this plan to get around the enemy flanks on this, like, mid-scale battle that they're at, um, and they just barrel through the, these flanks and just start tearing these dudes up. Um, all these guys are now veterans of the Zhao campaign and stuff, so they're just able to tear everything up. But by the time they get to the enemy HQ, it's too late because um, a special, another special 300-man unit, independent unit commander. <laughs> <laughs> see That's see this on the, on the last page? is Chin Southern Army, special 300-man unit, 300-man commander. Oh, huh. <laughs> So uh, Shin looks exactly like he does. Um, this is what I wanted to bring up, and this is what I thought assumed you were talking about before, Adam. Um, Shin looks just like Ohan does. Like they, they're basically identical. They're pretty damn similar. <clears throat> I mean, he Ohan kind of looks like Shin does if he like grew up with money, you know. Right. right. But they even got like the same eyebrows, but but Ohan's are a little bit trimmed. They got the same dumb fucking ears, but Ohan's have piercings on them, you know? <laughs> and um, Ohan's face isn't all fucking scarred. Yeah, that's true. That um, only happens when Shin's in battle, and those scars never fucking, those cuts never scar. But say, let's take, let's take a look, for instance, page, on um, the next chapter, page 181, page 2, you see Shin, like, growling. Page 3, you see Ohan on his horse, and he looks exactly like Page 2 Shin, you know? Like, obviously, we can tell which one is which, mm-hmm. but, like, he just looks exactly the same. Um, They're pretty identical. So, this entire chapter is basically just 300 versus 300-man unit. Um, the, Gak- the Gyakuho is fucking classist sons of bitches. Yeah, seriously, fuck these guys. I fucking can't stand that shit. Um, yeah, because this entire chapter, they're like, you fucking, we heard you guys were good, but you're just a bunch of fucking peasants. You fucking bastards. Aha, you poor people. Aha, poor people. It's like, bro, they have the same fucking accomplishments as you, and you guys have better armor, better weapons, and cavalry. What, what do yeah, you, dude. Why are you even laughing at them? You should be ashamed that you're not a higher rank than them. Seriously, right? Like, like <laughs> with anybody with half a brain, the fucking arguments that the that Ohan and the Gyokuho are making are just kind of fall apart. Seriously. Because it's like, yes, these guys have been trained uh, since they were, since before they could even walk to like fight and to like ride, and they have all the best equipment, but they're still barely pulling rank with the fucking Heshin unit, who's doing all this crazy shit without all this extra training, without all this extra money and stuff. Right. 
But you um, guys are fucking idiots. You're the things you're laughing at them for. You're literally just embarrassing yourself. And it sucks that the the Shin unit, the He Shin unit, just like kind of takes it lying down. Yeah. Well, I think part of that is like a like well like a social thing where it's like they're all nobles and shit, you know. Yeah. So they can't really technically do stuff. Also if they were trying to fight them, they probably would lose just because cavalry oh, yeah. like, rules the day. Um But yeah, so in this I mean at the at the end of this chapter, you know, um we we see, you know, I am Ohan, successor to the O main family. Completely different from the Oki who was in the branch family. And it's everyone's like nanny. Um so that's some pretty serious stuff. Uh, we talk? Go ahead, Adam. I was going to say, we get a pretty cool scene where Shin and Ohan fight each other as well. Yeah, Ohan nearly kills him. He could have killed him. Yeah. What is up with um, page 16? Like, the spear tip is clearly drawn there, right? Am I yeah. this wrong? And then the next page, it's the back of the, it's the, back of the spear. Yeah, I think that was more just like a... Uh, like a, oh, he could have killed them, thing, right? But right. Did, you know. Yeah, I think that's just it was supposed to imply that, like, if he wanted to, he could have. Okay, shit. I got you. He used his um, special technique, the dragon finger. <laughs> dragon finger. <laughs> that's Hansama. I... You actually used the dragon finger. I actually also in real life have a technique called the dragon finger. <laughs> That's when I'm really constipated and I stick my finger on my butt. Evan. Ew. Good Why lord. did I say that? Good lord. Ew. Ew. Now people oh, are ew. actually not going to listen to us anymore. I hope so. Uh, anyway. Now people people see still fucking listen to us, man. I'm I'm just I'm just constipated all the time, man. <laughs> Stop eating I, cheese. I, I need this constantly eating cheese and getting. I need this podcast to pay for my laxatives, man. Listen to us, man. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Um, so chapter one eighty two. Um, the Heshen unit start. It starts off with the Heshen unit. They're all like, "God damn it, this piece of shit! Fuck these people!" <laughs> um. Page four, we even get another shot of Shosa not smiling. Um, but, you know, Shin makes the point, like, rather than fucking sulk around and shit, um, it's better to just, like, get back at them, at the at the Gyokuho unit, and show them what the Heshin unit can do. So they hatch this plan where they sneak around um, and hide among the dead bodies and stuff to uh you know basically wait for the uh, the enemy to cross their path and then once they're gone just get back up and attack the the backsides of their of their units which is a pretty great idea mm-hmm. um so one part of this chapter is pretty great um is co co young kid co mm-hmm. uh he shows a lot of like a little bit of ambition in this because he wants to become one of the soldier cast, because he was actually kind of, like, impressed with the Gyokuho unit. Right. Um, 
so he's like, oh, I'm going to remember the soldier cast so I can give my mom, who raised me all by herself, a happy life. Um, and Shin's like, oh, yeah, do you, does the Gyokuho have the guts to go this far? But um, some of the passing enemies think he sees some movement. Um, so they go over to the bodies and start stabbing them and stuff. Everybody comes out fine except Ko, who gets stabbed in the shoulder, but he manages to keep his mouth shut. So this is this is a really cool moment for this little kid here. Um, I I really like this chapter. I I thought the uh, the plan was fucking great. The Hishin unit is amazing. Um, and at the end of this chapter, they really pull an Uno reverse card on the Gokuho unit. <laughs> uh, you know, they get to the HQ, but they're they're quoting Shin. Ka 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 ka. You're one step too late. <laughs> Does he ever laugh like that anywhere else besides uh, this? I don't think so, but I'll I'll keep my eyes peeled for it. Kakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak
Saikaku and yeah, when you're talking all them, you're talking about when the Rio Fui faction first shows up. Yes, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Um, Wow, I forgot about that honestly until you just brought it up. Mm -hmm. I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, from my silence. Um, so these three units are all competing against each other to become, you know, the next great ge- generation of great generals and stuff. Um, it goes back to Kanyo. Um, it goes to, to uh, Mr. Shi's um, house, <laughs> his estate. By the way, I love how fucking he's just he's just called Mr. Shi. Everyone just agrees to call him Mr. He's Mr. Um, Shi. He's Mr. She. I guess because Rishi is a is a different guy, and he's more important. Maybe I have to say, oh, Mr. She. Um, maybe, or maybe his first name or his last name is Mister. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's the naming convention, right? Right. Hey, Mister Mister. But Mister She gets these visitors at his estate. Um, these Call of Cthulhu looking motherfuckers. Um, Seriously, and, right? They got some like crazy fucking HP Lovecraft outfits on. Yeah, yeah. Their um, masks are vaginas. Uh, with no, eight, with eight clitorises on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how it works, right? The clits are on the side, huh? All right, I definitely can't mark this episode safe for children anymore. Hmm. I mean, what kids? Well, are we got a lot of Blue's Clues in the video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but this chapter is pretty huge because it, it, revo- it reveals, you know, how important the royal harem faction is. Um, and it's like really surprising that nobody else had apparently heard of this shit. Not even Hecky's heard of this shit. Um, but they don't even want to speak about it. So fucked. They're so fucked up. Uh, but they they show up to Mister She's house with a letter with the royal seal on it, which is like they shouldn't have the fucking royal seal. They should be using it. They made they made but they made a copy of it. Like that's a huge mm-hmm. crime. Um, because basically they can get anything anyone to do anything they want with the royal seal. Um, <sighs> I love the page sixteen of this. Um, it's really drawn really cool. Um, we get to see Ko and, and Yo again for the first time in fucking, like, forever for a long time. I almost forgot these characters existed, honestly. <clears throat> like, mm-hmm. when I, when I was reading through this before we did this episode, I was like, oh yeah, these two fucks, I forgot about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. The other Ko. There's so many right. Ko's. I almost was like, Toe? <laughs> Well, because the dude that got stabbed in the shoulder was also, also Ko, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Ko's. There's there's two toes. There's two Kyo's. There's lot, a Piao. A lot, lot of O's. There's a Piao. There's a piano. Um, a lot of O's. A lot of O's. A lot of O's and a lot of Mo's. A lot of Mo's. <laughs> there's there's like what like five Mo's. There's a bunch of them. There's no, at least four of them. There's only four of them. Um, so, um, basically, the third um, faction within Kanyo 
is the royal harem mm -hmm. because the royal harem is consists of a bunch of women that they're not allowed to you know they're not allowed to do anything besides you know please the king i guess um but they're all the daughters of like um like nobles and stuff so they have a lot of like political backing and stuff behind them and a lot of like financial backing and stuff um so they're not as big as like the Rio Fui faction but whoever sides they go on is definitely going to tip uh the favor for them what what for whatever side they join right um so Hecky's like, oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, if it's your mother, then it should be simple. But like, Say's like, mm, not sure if that's gonna work out, buddy. Um, they they don't have that simple of a relationship. Um, we got to see Say's mother for like the first time, I guess. Um, <laughs> page four, even the eunuchs, dude. <laughs> yeah, I else she gives eunuchs boners. I wrote in my notes, Lamau, even the Unix dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but these people are so fucked up that even Rio Fui doesn't want to deal with them. He doesn't even want to fuck with them. Um, and his mother, Say's mother, is just an evil bitch. Uh, it's revealed in the letter that they wrote that there was no nothing in the letter. It was just something to get Say's attention to show that he uh, that she has a copy of the royal seal, right? Which is like a, that's really fucked up. Um, that's like a treasonous move that she just did right there, and it was just to fuck with Say, and basically to get him. Um, and they in this chapter, it's a lot of talking about like, um, like what her motivations would be for doing this, um. Mr. She also talks about how, you know, there's three great official families that back the royal harem faction and that they've been a power backing the harem for years and years and years. Um, and there's, you know, making the point that if they were to ally themselves with with the harem, then they might be able to edge out Rio Fui. And Shobun Kun's immediately like, this is bullshit. This is not a good idea. And he, he's like, I'm sorry for saying this in front of the king, but the queen mother is poison. Like, all those extra families, all those people that'll show up, like, doesn't mean shit because they're just going to be poisoned. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Uh, my my, uh, my throat's a little dry. So, um, they, but they can't just ignore this letter and stuff. So... At the the next day in the morning, without telling anybody, Sage just goes to the royal harem. Uh, he's like the only person that can go to the harem, I believe, because he's—I mean—the king, obviously. Um, and they're all there for him, except I guess the queen mother. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. She's just in charge of the people, you know. Right. Everyone else, I guess, is just like uh, concubines and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I'm just seeing here. Actually, I didn't uh, read this bonus. Uh, oh yeah, it's pretty funny. Is I guess uh oh they're having like bouts of strength. Yeah, they have an arm wrestling competition and it goes on for two chapters. Mm. Oh damn, I didn't yeah, I didn't even I didn't even notice this. <laughs> Ryu Yu versus Ryu Sen. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I like how fucking um 
uh, Chutetsu looks like fucking Hoken in this pack panel <laughs> on the bottom left there. Um, all right, so chapter one eighty five, uh, we get a little bit more backstory from about Say, you know, a little bit more context about his backstory, and it's it's pretty graphic, man. Uh, watching her strangle him is like not it does not make me comfortable, you know, like that's that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, kind of weird. This image looks a little similar to something. The thumbnail? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the thumbnail. (laughs) Yeah, where'd you get that thumbnail originally from? You just Googled Kingdom or something? I Googled uh, Kingdoms, Say, and Queen, and this came up with blank text. So I was like, all right, I'm going to edit this to say what it says on our thumbnail now. <laughs> That's amazing. You do a good job with those, Adam. Hey, thanks. I'm no professional or nothing, but uh, you know, if anybody needs something paint on paint.net. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I said, they have a little bit of backstory or context to the backstory of say and Kanyo or sorry, Kenten and Zhao. Um, and this chapter say is just like done with her bullshit. He's just fucking over it, man. Like, like she's trying to talk to him and, like, trying to get a rise out of him. Mm. But he's just, like, being super curt and, like, just knock it off. Just give me the fucking thing. Just give me the seal, ma. Um, but he does eventually ask her, like, if she'll join him against the Rio Fui faction. Um, and she agrees. Um, One thing I want to point out... Uh, she says to him, you've become quite a fine man in a small span of time since we last met. And then he says, the same for you, mother. (laughs) (laughs) You have become quite the man. Mother. Mother. Um, yeah, I mean, uh. (laughs) <laughs> this I just can't get over how much of a fucking crazy bastard this bitch is. <laughs> um, all my notes for the rest of this shit is just like fucking this bitch, like this bitch wild, <laughs> you know? Yeah, in, um, in my notes I actually refer to her as Queen Bitch. Queen it's, Bitch. It's dude. Queen Beaky though. Mm. <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So basically, the whole stunt with this, the royal seal was just to get him to the harem, you know, just so that she could see him. And he's like, "All right, if that's it, I'm fucking out of here. Bye, bitch." Um, I guess they haven't seen each other in eight years. Mm-hmm. She says, "You know, it's been eight years since we moved from Zhao to Qin." Um, and that's when he asks her, like, "They're always struggling against the Rio Fui faction." Um. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll send you a reply in a few days. And the reply was the three heads of those main houses right. showing up to the chin camp. And they're like, yes, uh. everyone's like, yes, uh. fucking yes. Uh. But even say is like, this smells of bullshit. I get it. Um, yeah. This the end of this chapter, fucking co coming in clutch. Um, she's walking around. She's just trying to find putting away wood scrolls in the dark or whatever. Um, and she's lurking around and she sees the queen mother 
with Chancellor Rio Fui hanging out in the harem, which he should not be in. Right. Uh, the big no no for him to be there. Who would have thought Ko would come in clutch so hard? Um, she's really like, you know, I mean, she's always always been just like some side character, but like she's actually been she's really important in this part. Because she sees Rio Fui and the Queen talking to, you know, folding her faction to the Rio Fui camp and declaring her son as an enemy and lying to the king. Um, and also having an affair with each other. Um, and the queen's like, yeah, there's, I fucking thought maybe I'd have some maternal instinct towards, towards say, but when I looked at him, I didn't fucking feel anything. Um, so yeah, basically they're, they're conspiring against say co about it. Um, and I guess the, this one eunuch thinks that like he hears something um, and he, so he stabs through the wall and he stabs Ko. And you know, one little interesting detail I noticed about this on page eight is that when she, he pulls out the sword, she mm. has her hands with her clothes covering it so that it wipes away the blood and he doesn't know that anyone's there. Right. Very yeah. smart. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not, but mm-hmm. when I was, I was like, I read this like a few days ago, but I was rereading it like last night just to kind of like refresh myself a little bit. And I was like, huh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even a thing. It's not even a fucking thing. Um, what? I said, I said stuff like that really gets my gears. It's like that's not that's not something people say. That's just oh. something that. Well, here's the thing, Evan. You actually didn't say anything, and then you said, <laughs> then you came back and said, "That's not actually a saying." After I said, "Yeah." Oh, really? Yeah, I guess yeah. your mic cut out or something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I heard I heard a little beep beep on my my headset, so that might be it. Good Jesus. thing we're almost over. Jesus um, Christ! Sorry, guys. Uh, so, um, turns out in this chapter. Turns out that uh, Rio Fui and the Queen Mother used to fuck. Um, and it, we get a little bit of perspective from Rio Fui's side where he's thinking like, ah, you know, you used to be known as the Jewel of Cantan. There's nobody who didn't want her. She was loved by everybody. There's not a single fucking spark of that woman in the, inside of her nowadays. Um, and he calls her Beaky, which is what she was called back in the day. And she starts strangling him like, come on me that. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically they were going to get married, but Rio Fui really fucked her over by sending him to say his father and basically selling him, her to him. Um, and she fucking hates Rio Fui for this, but Rio Fui has got that horse dick. And he's not letting her go. Um, <laughs> I love this last page specifically because she's like she's like screaming, conspiring about fucking like coming top of husband and wife who stand at the top of chin while he's like inside of her, 
and he's just like thinking like this bitch fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) wild man i wrote in my notes bitches be shopping (laughs) be shopping I feel like if you put three little goatees on uh, fucking fucking this bitch, she would look like Oh, yeah, oh my you're god! Totally right. She's got the lips right and everything, man. You're not wrong there, bro. Um, so in the next chapter, uh, you know, Ko find gets some medical help. She goes to to uh, to Yo. She's like, oh god, I'm getting, I got stabbed. Like, help me, blah blah blah. Um, even Rio Fui at this point is like, am I the baddie? <laughs> <laughs> like he, he's even like, oh, maybe I'm fucking going way too far on this shit. Um, but Ko is like barely hanging on to life. Um, like all the doctors and stuff can't really do anything for her. Um, they're like at the limit of their ability. So Yo takes the unprecedented step and goes to the king directly and is like, hey, sorry, this is bad. I know, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but Ko is basically going to die. And the king's like, hey, yeah, you're Yo, right? Like, I heard about you. Ko used to talk about you all the time. Let's fucking go. Let's go save her, boy. And like, I like how the king's honorage of, of doctors, like, never shown later on again. Never. Never ever like makes any fucking like important points, um, but they all look like individual people, especially like, the short little one. Yeah, it's like like you would expect like them to be recurring at least. Yeah, but they're not. Never for all, for as much spunk and character as they kind of radiate, um, they got nothing. But, you know, like I said, who fucking ever thought Ko would be so important as she is right now? Um, because she's telling Say about the uh, everything that she heard, you know, the Queen Mother and the Chancellor joining up together. Um, they were betrothed before he was born and they were fucking they were doing it. She got he got that real horse dick in her. Um and basically, um, Say is, for the first time, like, able to take the offensive against Rio Fui because having an affair with the Queen Mother is, like, high treason. Like, you are not allowed to do that, no matter who the fuck you are. Um, <clears throat> and Say makes the connection, like, all these strange antics she committed... We're basically just to bait Rio Fui out rather than himself. Um, and he's not even like surprised at this point that she's doing shit like this because like she hasn't changed since she, you know, was in Zhao. <clears throat> um so this next chapter, it's finally Rio Fui on the defensive for the first fucking time. Um even like his, Rio Fui's faction is like coming up to him and like, "Hey, uh, are did this happen?" <laughs> um, Rishi is um, basically the one to bring it up to him. Like, you wouldn't know of what happened, right? Like, you you would not know happen to know of anything that may have led to this, would you? Um, but they apparently already know the rumors' origins. 
um, which is obviously the safe faction. Um, in this uh, chapter here on page five, um, Say says, right now we're fighting a war. And that's really fucking true because, like, a lot of these scenes are, like, the battle scenes. So <laughs> let me let me show you what I'm talking about. It's, like, page five, he says that. Um, page eight, he's talking to, like, the people in his court, and he's, like, giving them, like, a, like a uh, rallying speech. Um, but then on page ten, like, they're all, like, cheering, and they're, like... Samson's team shall attach themselves to Ryukyai and sow discord among the enemy. Uh, they'll rally troops for the defense. Be on the lookout for enemy using brute force. And it's like literally like a tiny little war except with politicking and, and rich dudes. And it's pretty funny. I thought it was, I think it's pretty funny, honestly. Like, I understand that it's supposed to be more serious. And it is serious, but like, it's literally just like one of the battlefield scenes inside of the court. I don't know. Do you guys know what I'm talking about, or am I just making nonsense? I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's nonsense, but I know what you're saying. (laughs) I don't know if they, I don't know if the author did this on purpose or what, but it was just a little bit weird. Um, so yeah, um, basically the rest of this chapter, like, uh, Rio Fui and the Queen Mother aren't able to see each other like he keeps refusing to go to the harem but that doesn't mean shit so she just came to him um (laughs) the Rio Fui's fucking face the rest of this chapter he's just got this look in his eyes (laughs) um and he's 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 thinking about like you know back in the day he when he was um getting the, the previous king says father to become, you know, the next in line to the throne, that it was all this huge gamble and all this shit. Um, and that compared to that, like nothing that he's dealing with now, even, even is like casts a shadow on that. Cause that was like the, the biggest gamble of his life. Um, and we, yes, I, I get, we, I guess we get uh, his true motivations for the first time where, He's thinking like, you know, um, now that the king's faction can no longer turn back, they're going to start attacking him with reckless abandon. And as long as he's able to hold them down, then his king, the kingdom shall become his. So he's obvious. It was obvious beforehand, but he wants to become a usurper and stand on top of the uh, of the country. Um, pretty great from merchant to minister. Um, the narrator states that there are some historical texts that record the affair between those two. Um, and that the historical texts say, you know, like it definitely had a huge impact on the power struggle between the court and say, but at the same time, at this, uh, there's another major event happening which is the next invasion, the next arc, page 16. What a sight, guys. That's maybe the biggest army Chin's had so far in the series, right? Yeah, it's, that's a pretty damn big army. Huge fucking army. Yeah, there's got to be a couple thousand people there. <laughs> a couple thousand, he says. <laughs> nice, Jesse. Real fucking nice, dude. It's like that scene in uh, at the end of Kung Tao Enter the Fist 
for the uh, the sequel movie where he's like counting all the people running down the fucking mountain at him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Santa Claus, relax over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I was yawning, man. Oh god. Well, anyway, that's that's uh, basically where we're gonna end our read through for today. Uh, what did you guys think about this? little interim arc these two little interim arcs they i thought it was awesome a lot of cool backstory uh politicking uh you know a little break from the action which is always nice so uh yeah it was a it was a nice fun read and i really enjoyed it i actually read it i think i read it all like thursday or friday all in one go oh yeah i just sat down and read it all it wasn't a lot it was only 14 chapters but it was just super interesting, and I was already hooked from the last, the end of the last arc. So, no doubt, no doubt. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I definitely wasn't expecting Say's mother to show up, especially in the way that she did. So, quite a surprise. A lot of good shit for sure. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely a, she's definitely a crazy bitch. She's definitely a dark horse. Um. So I wouldn't. I'm not surprised that you're surprised at how fucking depraved she is. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see the conclusion of that after this arc, um, because this this arc coming up is basically exclusively the way campaign. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see in the next five years um, what Shin has to do in order to come out on top and there's quite a lot of of politicking and backdooring that still has to happen um and i'm really looking forward to seeing it again um but yeah i guess uh i guess that's where we'll call it for today guys um yeah thanks to everybody who's listening give us a like comment subscribe share these shows with your friends uh, we like making it for you and we like having people listen um, so yeah, show everybody you can. Anybody who's interested in manga, anybody who's interested in Kingdom, God knows there's barely any content out there for Kingdom as it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, show show all your friends. But yeah. on that note, um, this has been King Dummies from the Mangaki no Sukai Boys. My name is Evan, and always as always, I was joined with Adam and Jesse. So thanks for listening, everybody, and. I hope you have a good one. Bye. See you next time.